Do you find yourself caught up in the core subjects and struggling to find time in order to encourage children to be creative? Do you find that developing creativity is sometimes missed out in your classroom due to your commitments with other subjects? If so, then this is the perfect video for you because I'm going to be talking to you today about how you can weave creativity into any lesson at any time. teaching and I'm going to talk to you today about how you can weave creativity into your lessons. Creativity is one of those ideas that is very difficult to teach and the reason why it's difficult to teach is because you can't teach it. However, you can provide opportunities to develop children's creativity during everyday activities. A common misconception is that creativity can only be developed in art, design, technology and the more practical subjects. However, I'm here today to talk to you about how you can allow creativity to occur in any subject. By breaking down the skills and attributes of what makes somebody more creative, you can focus on those key individual attributes in different lessons to really ensure that overall, over a long period of time, children are starting to think more outside the box and are encouraged to be creative all the time. So I have broken down creativity into four key parts. And the first one is idea creation. The ability to come up with ideas and these ideas don't have to necessarily make sense they don't necessarily have to even be realistic ideas it's just the ability to come up with answers and ideas to form some form of solution and with this is all about risk-taking in every lesson that we teach we ask children for ideas and answers but more often than not we're looking for one particular answer that is already in our head we're not always looking for random ideas. Even when we're asking children for more open-ended ideas, we know behind in the back of our heads we're focusing on one particular route for our lesson. That's great when we're focusing children's learning on one idea and concept, but when we're asking the children to be creative, we want to remove the fear of children getting the answer wrong. And so when children come in with creative ideas, we need to be able to remove the idea that an idea is wrong or right and give them an opportunity to just come up with random ideas. This generally appears in mind mapping exercises where children can come up with lots of different ideas around one particular focus. The best way to develop creativity during these type of exercises to allow children to come up with ideas is to remove the activity from being subject specific. So try and have a mind mapping exercise at the beginning of the day when my children come in not linked to any particular form of learning. It could be a silly idea that children are trying to solve. For example, what would happen if Superman forgot to fly? the children can then come up with lots of random ideas of how they could support Superman and how Superman could still be a superhero and save the world even if he lost the power to fly. This open-ended task doesn't have any preconceptions of what is right or wrong, it's silly and will allow the children to just generate random ideas in order to problem solve. Interestingly enough, in order to allow the children to be more creative, research would suggest that children should go away independently think of ideas and then come back together as a group. 
During social situations, some children can hide away and fear ridicule if they suggest an idea that is perceived as too silly or too daft or too unrealistic. Therefore, if you allow children to go away and think independently, that barrier has been removed. And so once the children have vocalized and written down their idea, they can come and present that to the class with less fear of being judged for what they've suggested as an idea. And this concept can be taken into lots of different activities. For example, when the children are coming up with story ideas in literacy, or they're coming up with new vocabulary, or perhaps they're thinking of new science investigations, I would always suggest the children go away and think independently before they come back as a team to share their ideas. This way we're encouraging that creativity and removing those fears and barriers that perhaps can exist within group settings. The next key idea or concept that builds into creativity is upgrading ideas. Once children have come up with idea, it's really important for children to develop the idea that they can upgrade their ideas or perhaps even replace an idea with a better one. Sometimes as children, when you've got one idea, it's your idea and you want to keep hold of it and you think it's the best, but sometimes it perhaps isn't as effective as somebody else's. What really helps with this is success criteria. What does that idea need to have within it in order to meet a certain criteria that you have identified as a teacher? For children to be able to leave an idea and move on to a better one, they need to always refer back to that success criteria. And again, this is about removing the fear of getting things wrong or an idea not being quite as good as another one. And this is where collaboration comes in. The idea that we're all here to get the best idea and to contribute together. By praising children for using the success criteria and praising children for changing their ideas and adapting it and being flexible, you're giving positive reinforcement for children to be able to be adaptable. By praising children, you're giving positive reinforcement that it's actually okay for your idea not to be the best and for someone else's to be slightly better based upon this success criteria. Positivity is really key. So for example, you may have asked all the children to come up with lots of ideas of how they can describe a monster with lots of different vocabulary. So for example, in an English lesson, when you're describing a monster, you may have asked all the children to come up with lots of different words that they can use to describe this scary monster. Once you've got all the words up, the children can then discuss using success criteria, which is the best word and has the best impact on the reader. This can all be to do with tone and the meaning of the word. Once the children have debated, they can then choose and select the word that has the greatest impact on the text. This is a great way to model what the children should be doing when they're being creative with their writing and weighing up the pros and cons to different forms of vocabulary. The next key aspect to creativity is rule breaking. The idea that children can think outside of the box. This is not about encouraging children to break school rules. This is all about how children can use stereotypes and things that they always believe to be true and re-look at them. For example, in fairy tales, there is usually the idea that a princess or a female is trapped somewhere and needs saving by a handsome prince. The children can actually be more creative and come up with the idea of breaking down those stereotypes and misconceptions and pulled it back together to form a different form of genre. So why is it that the princess has to be trapped? Could it not be that the princess is the hero and perhaps they need to save a dragon? This way the children realise that the rules and stereotypes that exist around certain concepts sometimes can be broken in order for things to be more innovative. 
by allowing children to understand that rules and stereotypes of certain things can be broken down and put back together to form something new you're allowing children to think outside the box and the more you do that and the more you discuss that through questioning the more you allow children to understand that rule breaking in these situations can actually lead to creativity the final aspect of creativity that i wanted to talk about today is the idea of adapting existing ideas this is slightly different from children taking their original idea and changing it into something new. This is about taking existing ideas in the world and innovating it and changing it into something new. There's a common saying that no idea is a new idea. It's just an idea that is evolved into something new. For example, the popular taxi company Uber combined a GPS system with a taxi service to allow people to order taxis on their iPhone and to allow taxi drivers to know exactly where they're picking up their guest. That concept of idea evolution can be taken into the classroom where children look at an idea that already exists and innovate it and change it into something new. If we were to put this into the context of writing, children can take a story that they're very familiar with and change it into something that's slightly different. For example, here in Dubai the children learn about the three billy goats gruff who cross a bridge, trick a troll in order to reach the other side. They then innovate that story and turn it into the three camels crossing the wadi. It's the same story, but they're using their pre-existing knowledge about the local environment and their familiarity with the story to evolve the story into something new. And it's that concept of children evolving ideas that already exist that shows them that they can change and adapt things as they go through their learning. The more opportunities you give the children to understand that they can evolve ideas, the better they will be at it. And of course, you can use questioning to support this as well, such as, is there a different way of doing this? Is there a better way of approaching this method? All these questions allow children to think a little bit beyond what they've already know, allows them to think there's always something new that they can develop, and there's always a new idea that they can take away and use in their own learning. I hope this video has been useful. I have talked about some large concepts, but hopefully I've given you an idea of how you can break down the idea of encouraging creativity into more tangible ideas and aspects that all add together in order to encourage children to be creative as a whole. The more you approach learning in this way and the more you drop in these small activities, ideas and questions into everyday learning, the more creative the children will be as a whole. If you have any other ideas of how you can encourage creativity within your classroom, then please do get in touch. Please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please make sure you check out my website, www.wagholteaching.com, where you will find many more articles all about teaching and learning. Follow us on social media as well. I'm Ben from Waggle Teaching. Have a really great day.